biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are locked on now. You're listening to Locked On Now, NBA local experts on the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to help break down everything from Tuesday night in basketball. Two title contenders from the East and West met in Phoenix on Tuesday for our biggest game. The Biggest Game The Brooklyn Nets went to Phoenix and lost their fifth game in a row without some of the usual star power on the court for Brooklyn. While Brooklyn needs to find some wins soon, Locked On Nets was happy with the overall performance given the circumstances. Doug Norrie, Locked On Nets here coming at you following a 121-111 loss to the Phoenix Suns by the Nets. Their fifth loss in a row drops them dangerously close to the playing game right now as they continue to struggle without Kevin Durant in the middle of a pretty tough road stretch as well. All in all, the Nets didn't really play all that poorly in this game. Uh, lost the foul battle pretty badly, 27-19. Eh, some of it from the refs, some of it from being undisciplined. They did shoot 40% from three. Uh, they you know, kept fighting back over the course of the game, really when it looked like they were down and out. They continued to pull back in. In the end, it was a 10-point loss. Didn't feel that close for the majority of the game. But in the end, an L is an L, and that's where the Nets stand. We're going to be breaking it all down on the Locked On Nets podcast. Go check it out there. The Chicago Bulls lost to the Magic last week and almost blew another game against one of the worst records in the NBA at home. Chicago's able to hold on for the win, and our Locked On Bulls tells you more post-game. What's up, Bulls Nation? Matt Peck here from Locked On Bulls with your post-game takeaway. The Bulls beat the Magic tonight 126-115, avenging their loss to Orlando from a week ago. Big story tonight is that the Bulls once again coughed up a significant lead in the fourth quarter as their opponents ramped up their defensive intensity. But the Bulls' offense responded in kind with a big run of their own to put this game away tonight. And at the center of that run was who else? The rookie Io DeSumo starting in place of the injured Lonzo Ball, 13 points and nine dimes with only one turnover tonight for Io. And in the center of that Bulls run were five big points from Io DeSumo, including a dagger three to put this game away for good. That coming on a night when Io was officially named as one of the rising stars of the rookie class for All-Star Weekend. For more on this win over Orlando, check out our next episode of Locked on Bulls with me and my guy, Big Dave. Locked on Bulls, your team every day. The Magic didn't pick up a win on Tuesday, but Orlando fans still have plenty to be happy about. The Magic got itself some representation at the upcoming All-Star Game festivities, and Locked On Magic explains that Orlando put up a good fight in competing with Chicago. This is Philip Rossmanreich, the host of Locked On Magic. And before we dive into the game, a congratulations to Franz Wagner, Jalen Suggs, and Cole Anthony for getting named to the Rising Stars game over All-Star Weekend. The Magic will have three representatives at All-Star Weekend, plus Cole Anthony's going to be in the dunk contest. Don't tell anyone yet. Um, but overall, it's a great day for the Orlando Magic and a great step forward for these young players to get recognized this way. The Orlando Magic are banking on these young players. They're banking on their development and they're banking on seeing them make progress on the floor. And once again, they did that in Chicago against the Chicago Bulls. It was not a game the Orlando Magic would typically win. It's not a game the Orlando Magic would even typically compete in. Their defense was terrible all night. DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine both made shots seemingly at will. 
And yet the Magic kept fighting. They kept scoring. They kept pace with them. They found a way to claw themselves back in the game after trailing by 13 early in the fourth quarter. They tied the game at 113 off some great defense and great effort plays from Cole Anthony, Wendell Carter, Jalen Suggs, Franz Wagner, all the young players the Magic care about. But the Bulls had the poise to close. DeMar DeRozan hit some tough shots. Ayodesumnu hit a couple threes as well. And the Bulls were able to pull away for a 126-115 win. The Magic just not able to sustain the offense long enough to win. This team needs to continue to learn that their defense is what's going to win them games. they got to play strong defense if they want to win. But it was good to see the Magic compete and have a chance on a night when they did not have their best stuff, at least on the defensive end. Magic are back in action Wednesday against the Indiana Pacers. We'll have more coming up on Locked On Magic. Brandon Ingram returned to the New Orleans Pelicans lineup last night and made his presence known in the return. Ingram led the team with 26 points as New Orleans beat Detroit and Locked On Pelicans is in with the details. It's a pretty big difference when your best player is healthy. I'm Jake Madison, host of Locked On Pelicans and Locked On NBA. Brandon Ingram returned to the court for the New Orleans Pelicans and they go out and beat the Detroit Pistons 111-101. Turns out good players make a difference and Brandon Ingram was the leading scorer in this game, finishing on the night with 26 points, but it was really the bench that got the Pelicans the win. New Orleans had four guys in double figures off the bench, including rookie Trey Murphy, who finally got some playing time. So it's a win, but it wasn't easy against a mediocre at best team and just shows you that New Orleans needs to make a move at the trade deadline if they want to make the play-in tournament. Will it be CJ McCollum? Maybe somebody else? And we should be getting an update on Zion Williamson this week. If it's good news, could he help them get into the postseason? I'll be covering it all over at the Locked On Pelicans podcast. The Detroit Pistons were getting players back in the lineup last night as well and looked like it would be Detroit able to take advantage of the fresh legs early. But New Orleans made a comeback and locked on Pistons has to explain another blown lead post game. The Detroit Pistons lose another game by a score of 111 to 101 to the New Orleans Pelicans tonight. Host of the Locked On Pistons podcast, Kuka Hill here. Uh, This was really a tale of two halves for the Pistons. They got the return of Jeremy Grant and Kelly Olynyk tonight and in the first half, everything was going really well. Jeremy Grant hit three threes. Kelly Olynyk was bringing much-needed spacing to the floor, specifically in the second unit. Players were playing really well. Cade was playing decently well. Corey Joseph was playing pretty well. Kaelin Hayes was playing pretty well. Overall, the whole team just looked like it was functioning on a much better level than they had been previously. This is like the healthiest the Pistons have been probably all season. And then in the second half, everything just fell apart. Sadiq Bey had a really rough night, 2 of 10, 1 of 7 from deep. Jeremy Grant missed all of his three-point attempts in the second half, and Kay Cunningham went down with a hip pointer injury. I don't know if he's going to miss any time with that, but he did not end up playing the majority of the second half because of that injury. Uh, So the Pistons ended up having a big lead and lost all of it and ended up losing by 10 points to the New Orleans Pelicans. We'll talk about more of this on tomorrow's episode of the Lockdown Pistons podcast. Coming up, Gary Trent Jr. stayed hot for the Toronto Raptors. This is Lockdown Now NBA. It's the new year, so that means New Year's resolutions. If you're all about getting fit or eating healthier, make sure that you include Built Bar in your plan. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, maybe even better than a candy bar. Built Bar makes it easier to stick to your resolution because it tastes so good, you'll want to eat it. Unlike other protein bars, which can be chalky, waxy, and taste like a chemical spill, Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate. I get it. You want to eat healthy, but it's just so boring. By like week three, week four, right now, February, you might be thinking this is just not worth it. Where's the chocolate? 
Well, again, Built Bar is covered in 100% real chocolate and it contains 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar, which usually has around 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. So here's an idea for the new year. Go to your secret treat stash at home, in the pantry, in the office, wherever it may be. Throw out all of the sugary or calorie-filled treats and replace them with Built Bars. So when you're craving that snack or treat, you can reach for something that's actually healthy and it tastes incredible. And even if you're not a huge fan of working out, you can at least eat something that tastes good and it's good for you. That way, when you enjoy a delicious Built Bar, you can almost count it as a workout. There's so many flavors to choose from. Coconut almond, peanut butter brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, salted caramel, mint, brownie, and many, many more. In fact, Built is always coming out with new limited time flavors, so make sure you're checking Built.com often to see what's new. We have an offer for you guys if you go to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off of your order. Again, that is locked 15 for 15% off at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now NBA. I'm your host, Kim Becker, and thanks so much for making Locked On Now your first listen every weekday. Gary Trent Jr. has turned himself into a star for the Toronto Raptors over the last week and did it again last night against the Miami Heat. Toronto met Miami at home, and Locked On Raptors is back with more praise for the second-generation star after he put up last night's best performance. The best performance. Hold up, hold up, hold up. The Milwaukee Bucks hadn't put the Washington Wizards away midway through the fourth quarter in Wisconsin last night, but Giannis Antetokounmpo closed the door on any chance Washington had all on his own. Our Locked On Bucks goes over the triple-double night for the two-time MVP. What's up, everyone? Kane Pittman here from Locked On Bucks. And Milwaukee scrap out a win over the struggling Washington Wizards. It did look for a little while like they were going to lose. The final is 112-98. to They were losing 86-83. to Rui Hachimura hit a three. The Bucks looked like they were heading towards another disappointing loss. That was with around eight minutes left, and then Giannis decided, uh, this is over. We're going to win this game. You would hope if you're Milwaukee that you wouldn't have to rely on an MVP performance from Giannis to beat this Wizards team, but they took it tonight, and they needed a win. We know they were coming off a 36-point loss to the Nuggets just a couple of nights ago. Giannis finished with 33 points, 15 rebounds, 11 assists, 13 of those points came in the fourth quarter. He had some ridiculous passing involved in there as well. And ultimately, uh, sometimes you've got to rely on your MVP to win the game. Uh, they did that tonight. I think they've still got plenty to work on, particularly defensively. They're a little bit out of sorts. They're looking tired. They're looking worn out. It looks like they're desperate for the All-Star break. But for tonight, at least, they relied on Giannis. Sometimes, as I said, you've got to do that, and the MVP is going to carry you to the promised land on any given night. Uh, there was a flagrant foul one on Montrez Harrell that may have sparked Giannis a little bit in the fourth quarter as well. We're going to discuss that foul. We're going to discuss the Giannis performance. We're going to discuss uh, where the Bucks are at in general on the post-game show. Frank's going to join me. Uh, jump on wherever you get your podcasts or, of course, on YouTube. The Minnesota Timberwolves beat the Denver Nuggets at home thanks to the Minnesota bench getting the Wolves out to an early lead. It wasn't the usual suspects doing the scoring for Minnesota, and Locked on Wolves tells you who did take over to lead the victory. Ben Beacon with Locked on Wolves here. The Timberwolves beat the Denver Nuggets on Tuesday by 15 points at Target Center. This was a game they led by 18 at halftime. 
by as many as 30 in the second half and uh, really complete dominance from the second quarter on. The run started late in the first quarter. Nikola Jokic went to the bench with Denver leading by two. By the time he came back in, the Timberwolves were up by 13 points, a 15-point swing with both Jokic and Carl Anthony Towns off the floor. The Wolves bench completely dominated. In fact, scored more points than the Timberwolves starters in the first half of this game. Ultimately, though, Carl Anthony Towns had a great game. 24 points, 10 rebounds, 7 assists against Jokic and the Nuggets. And off the bench, Torian Prince, the season-high 23, plus 9 rebounds. Also, Jared Vanderbilt, 18 points, 9 rebounds against his former team. He did a lot of that damage in the first quarter. And the Timberwolves' defense was fantastic all night. The Nuggets, 115, looks like a big number uh, in terms of points for the game. But a lot of that was garbage time in the fourth quarter. Minnesota's defense was scrambling. They caused 9 turnovers in the first quarter alone and were fantastic all the way around. We're going to talk all about it on the postgame podcast, what the Wolves did right to build the gigantic lead and uh, why this was such a great game for Carl Anthony Towns, uh, you know, despite relatively, I mean, 24-10-7 and 7 is nothing to sneeze at, doesn't look as dominant as it really was. We're going to talk all about it. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Wolves. That's all for today on Locked on Now NBA. Thank you again for making Locked on Now your first listen every weekday. Now that you're done here, make sure that your second listen is Locked on NBA and your third listen is your team's Locked on podcast. I'm Kim Becker. This has been Locked on Now, Locked on your team every day.